and welcome to Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up. I'm Jen Setrauer, and this is a podcast all about navigating life in your 20s. Here we have a lot of fun as we discuss what it's like to follow God into the somewhat daunting phase of life called adulthood. I have by no means mastered the sacred art of adulting, but I have plenty of wisdom and funny stories to share about how I have stumbled through this phase of my life. You're listening to Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up. Class is now in session. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I hope you are having a fantastic week. Ah, Well, today is going to be a fun episode because today I'm talking about living colorfully. Today is episode 16. I cannot believe that we are 16 episodes in, but today episode 16 is Jen's Guide to Living Colorfully. But before we get into all of the color business, I would like to talk about what I am loving this week. So throughout this summer, I've been taking lots of little trips here and there to visit friends and to visit my family at home in Georgia. Um, And one thing that I've loved to do while I've been on long car rides has been to listen to music. I know, I know everybody kind of listens to music or podcasts or maybe plays games when they're on the road, but I have found a very fun, enjoyable thing to do if you have a long car ride. And that is to listen to an artist's whole discography, backwards or forwards. So pick an artist Pick a band, whoever you love, and listen to all of their albums back to back. I think that it's more fun to start with their latest album and then go backwards to see how much they've changed since they've started. But you could also start out with their very first albums to see how much they grow from album to album. So um, I've done this before with John Mayer and um, some other artists that I love, and it's so fun, Um, especially if you know a lot of the songs. It feels like when you go to a concert of one of your favorite artists and they're just jumping from album to album and you're able to fully appreciate all of their work. So if you're on a long car ride, I would highly recommend listening to an artist's whole discography or listening to a podcast. Um, and so I am. I also just really love listening to podcasts on drives and it's just, it feels like I've got someone in the car with me. Um, I know some of you guys that listen have reached out and said that you listen to my podcast um, on Mondays on your rides to work. And that makes me so happy to know that um, at the beginning of a week when you're going into what might be the most chaotic day of the week, um, it makes me happy to know that I'm with you and you're with me and it's like we're hanging out. So if you're my Monday listeners, uh, reach out to me and um, let me know because I know of a few of you, but um, I'd love to know who listens right right there bright and early on Monday mornings. <laughs> but today we're not talking about um, discographies or car rides. Today we are talking about living colorfully. And what does that mean exactly? Well, I'll tell you, to me, living colorfully means living a life that stands out, living a life that is not boring and not just mundane and average, but standing out and living in your authentic way. Today, first of all, I'd like to talk about being authentic. Be authentically you. 
What does that mean? Well, you are God's masterpiece. That's what it says um, in Ephesians. You are God's masterpiece, and there is no one in the whole world that's like you. No one can do what you do the way that you do it. Nobody can say the things that you say like you say it. Um, just like our fingerprints are absolutely unique and nobody has the same fingerprint, so is our personality and our makeup on as um, who we are on the inside. There's nobody else that is like you. And to me, living colorfully is all about not trying to fit myself into any mold, but to break out of the mold and be who God has made me to be. And so a big part of that is killing comparison. Um, Don't try to be like everyone else. And you know, it's funny. It's like, you don't really have to try to be yourself, but you do have to try to fit in or try to become like somebody else. But it's like, even if you're an artist and you're painting something and you're trying to copy something that's already been done, the way that you do it is still going to be your style. Um, Like if I were to sing a song and ask you to repeat it after me, the way you would sing it, even though you're copying me, would still be with your tone of voice. There's something about um, the way that we're made that even when we do something that somebody else has done, you're still yourself. You can't not be yourself. But there's something so special that happens when you break away from the expectations of everybody else and you break free from all of the limitations that other people put on you and you just do life the way that you want to do it. You dress the way you want to dress. You talk the way you want to talk. You um, respond to things the way that you want to respond to. When you're just authentically who God made you to be, it changes everything. Um, and I've even found that I've had more confidence when I have just been myself rather than when I've tried to fit into some kind of mold of what other people or what I think that other people want me to be. So the first part of living colorfully is to be authentically you. Okay, so the second part of living colorfully is let the kingdom of God shine from within you. You know, we live out the kingdom way and we need to do it unapologetically, even if it makes other people uncomfortable. I know that's kind of a tough one because we live in an age where everything that you do is supposed to be politically correct all the time. You're never allowed to say anything that you believe in case you might rub somebody the wrong way or hurt someone's feelings. But I'm telling you, as people of God, um, we carry the kingdom of God and we were never meant to um, to hide in the shadows. We were never meant to silence ourselves because we don't want to make people uncomfortable. We were made to live out loud. And it all comes back down to this question. Would you rather please the people around you or would you rather live a life that's pleasing to God? Um, and I've found that a lot of times for myself, I've been afraid to hurt people's feelings with what I believe. I've been afraid to um, rub somebody the wrong way by firmly standing on the Word of God. Um, and I found that sometimes I can't even voice my opinions on certain matters without people raging at me. 
(laughs) But the thing is, as Christians, the Bible promises that we're going to get raged at and we're going to get persecuted for being believers. I mean, I even think that if we're not being persecuted and we're not being raged at, maybe we're playing it too safe. So I'm just saying, I think a big part of living colorfully is just being true to the kingdom of God and living that out. But what ties in with that as letting the kingdom of God shine through you is treating people with love. This one is one of the biggest core values I have. You may be the only expression of Jesus in the earth that someone's into contact that somebody comes into contact with today or this week or this month. So you have to make your interactions with people count. Um, there's been people in my life that I've met before that when I when I talk to them, they look me in the eye. They are not distracted. There could be a room full of more interesting and more important people around me. But that person I'm talking to is locked in with me. They're fully listening and um, they're giving me time and attention. And when I talk to people like that, I feel like I'm truly talking to Jesus. Because whenever I go to pray, I know that Jesus isn't like, oh, 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 stop talking for a second. I have somebody more important. The president of the United States is actually praying right now, so I can't really listen to you. No way. That is not how God treats his children. So if I want to treat people the way God treats me, I need to treat them with utmost respect and honor and have um, have listening ears and just treat people with love. You know, I, I want at the end of my life what to be said of me by my children and their children and generations to come after me. What I want to be said of me is that I really loved people and made them feel like they were the most important person in the room. So I feel like that's a huge part of living out loud and letting the kingdom of God shine within you. Treat people with love unapologetically. All right. And the next part is find something to celebrate in the mundane. Um, A few years ago, when I started um, creating a lot of art, um, I created an Instagram account to put my art up on. And um, the first name that I came up with that I didn't end up using, um, I ended up using a name Saints and Light. But the first name I came up with was Celebrate Today. But I couldn't use it because somebody else already had that domain. And um, I didn't want it to be like Celebrate Today 2.0 or Celebrate Today 2014 or whatever year it was. I, I wanted it to be something that wasn't already a thing. So, but I felt like in that season of life, I really had a message from the Lord that I was to spread this message of celebrating every single day of your life Um, and finding something in every single day to celebrate and to get excited about because day-to-day life, working a nine-to-five job and just working to put food on the table can be so boring and miserable if you let it be. I know there have been times in my life that I have just felt so stuck inside of the nine-to-five life. And it can be miserable if you don't find something to live for and something, um, if you're not on the lookout for things 
to make you happy. So the celebrate today mentality looks for things to be grateful for. Um, for me, started out by just like really appreciating a cup of coffee. You know, coffee is just coffee. But if if you're having, you know, just a mundane day, that coffee could be the thing that really makes your day. Um, maybe it could be interactions with somebody that really made you happy and um, that you're just really thankful for. And when you lay your head to rest that night, you think, I'm so glad I got to talk to that person. I'm just so thankful for who they are in my life. Or maybe you saw a beautiful sunrise because you got up early or you caught this, the sun setting on your way home or something. There's something beautiful in every single day. Look Look for the beauty all around you. Beauty is everywhere, but only if you have the eyes to see it. When you get locked into that daily, um, daily mundane kind of life, sometimes you don't have eyes to see how beautiful the place around you is. Um, before I moved to Alabama, I lived in Northeast Georgia and in Northeast Georgia, there were lots of mountainy places that were gorgeous. If you drove up, um, a little bit North of where I lived and I loved Georgia beauty. And when I moved to Alabama, I didn't know how to appreciate Alabama beauty because I only had eyes to see Georgia beauty. Um, I'm sure there's places in Alabama that are a little bit more mountainous, but where I live, it's a little bit more of just like trees and bluffs and rivers here and there. And I didn't have eyes to see the beauty in that at first, but the longer I lived here and the more hikes I went on, the more I started to appreciate the Alabama beauty. You have to have eyes to see it. Um, so one last way um, that you can live colorfully is to find things in other people to encourage and affirm. This one's really big for me personally because I love words of affirmation. I've talked about that a lot on the podcast, how um, sometimes I accidentally fish for compliments because my love tank is not full because I have not been encouraged and that's okay. I'm not, this is not a cry for help. <laughs> I'm not begging you guys to message me something encouraging. I promise. What I'm saying though, is I'm very aware of how much um, encouraging people can really uplift them and change their day. So find something in the people around you to encourage them and affirm them. Maybe it's a coworker that you notice has really been putting in the extra effort you know, give them a, a pat on the back and say, wow, you've really inspired me by the way you work hard. Or maybe it's somebody that you've seen that has like a great attitude and they really um, brighten up your day. If you have those thoughts about people that are in your path, like instead of just thinking to yourself, wow, I really love that they have a great attitude. Why don't you actually tell them? Because even if it's a little bit awkward sometimes to affirm people, like it really makes their day. So find something in people to encourage and affirm them for. So like I said, Life is so much for, more fun when you're living colorfully. How do you live colorfully? You live authentically as who God made you to be. You let the kingdom of God shine within you, and you find something to celebrate in the mundane. And now, here is Jen's tip of the week. 
Don't allow the fear of not knowing enough or not knowing everything keep you from passionately standing for what you believe in. So I love being vulnerable on the podcast and um, telling it like it really is. So I am a millennial and I don't know if this is true for every millennial, but I know that this is true for a lot of millennials that I know. There's this thing about um, maybe the generation I grew up in, and maybe it's just me. I don't know. But there's this thing uh, that I have really dealt with, especially in the past, where I tried to keep it neutral, and I've stayed out of a lot of the big issues and political things just over the past like 10 years. And it was because I was afraid of being wrong or not having all of the information. Um, I'm kind of like this with everything. Like I'm even like this when I'm reading the Bible or learning about the Bible. I don't want to learn something the wrong way, but I have a passion for truth. And when I'm learning the Bible, I want to learn it the right way. When I'm learning about history, I want to learn about how things really happened. And when I'm getting involved in political um, ideas or um, issues I want to know the truth about what's going on, and I want to know the truth about um, how things happened, and I just want to be fully informed. And in the past, I let the fear of not knowing everything and not knowing the full picture and the full truth keep me from even trying to know what I stand for. And I know that sounds pretty like a pretty lame excuse, but I bet there's other people that identify with this. Like, I just was afraid to even get involved in anything because political stuff just made me upset. And (laughs) I just felt like no matter what side of the fence I was on, it was like just things are not just. And there's problems. And it just all seemed so big and too big for me to grapple with because I don't have a solution for everything. And I don't know, you know, who's always the good guys and that kind of stuff. Um, So basically over the past 10 years, I've just been afraid to get involved with things. And I've been afraid to even begin researching political things because it's just stressed me out. But 2020, if it has been nothing else, I feel like it's been a great year for shaking people out of their comfort zones and making people take a hard look at what's going on in the world and figuring out what they believe. And I know that's what it's been for me in a lot of ways. I feel like I can no longer live neutral, but I I need to know what I believe in. I need to be aware of what's going on in the world, and I need to stand firm on that. So um, my tip of the week is don't allow the fear of not knowing enough keep you from figuring out what you stand for. Because once you get on the journey of searching things out and doing research about global issues, national issues, local issues, um, you're going to know in your heart what you stand for. And it's important, especially if you're listening to this and you're a young adult and you've never taken any time to care about these things because, you know, that's somebody else's problem. Well, something that I've been realizing lately is one day, 
Um, my generation is going to be the generation that's making decisions and we have to know what we stand for. And I mean, honestly, as an American, um, we're all voters. And so we do have a big part in, um, in changing things, you know, on a local level, on a state level and on a national level. I just think for so long, I wanted to play it safe and not hurt anybody's feelings. And I didn't want to be wrong or whatever. I just made excuses because stuff going on in the world is scary and overwhelming. But I just want to encourage you to just, if you, if you're not politically aware or if you're, if you just, you know, don't care about those kinds of things, um, take the time to just do a little bit of research here and there and figure out what you stand for, because it might not seem like it matters now, but it is going to matter. And so don't be afraid of not knowing enough. Um, just start with where you are. It's okay to still be learning. It's okay to not fully know all the details, but just take some time to figure out how, what you stand for politically, morally, theologically. And I promise you, the more that you know, and the more that you inform yourself on, the more peace you'll have, because it's not just some huge unknown thing, but it's something that you can have insight into and something that you can pray about. So don't be afraid of not knowing enough. Do research and find out what you passionately stand for and believe in. And now here is Jen's guide to quiet time. Today, our scripture comes from Matthew 5, 14 through 16. And today I am reading from the Amplified Version. You are the light of of Christ to the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all those who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good deeds and moral excellence." and recognize and honor and glorify your father who is heaven who is in heaven. So today like talking about living colorfully this is the way as believers that we live colorfully. We live our lives in a way that we the light inside of us cannot be hidden. We're not living in the shadows. We're not putting um we're not putting a basket over ourselves. Um, like the song says, um, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No way. I'm going to let it shine. We are supposed to live our lives in such a way that we're not um, constantly censoring ourselves or hiding ourselves, but we're living out loud and passionately. So let's meditate and reflect on this scripture. My first question I have is, if you are a lamp, where have you been set? If you are a lamp, where have you been set? Who are the people that you have been placed around that you can shine the light of Christ to? My next question is this. Well, so the Passion Translation uh, translates verse 15 in this way. It says, and who would light a lamp and then hide it in an obscure place. Instead, it's placed where everyone in the house can benefit from its light. So here's my question. Is it possible that you have hidden yourself in an obscure place? 
My last question is this. If you have hidden the light that you carry, what are some ways that you can come out of the shadows and allow your light to shine? When you do, the Bible says that those around you will see your good deeds and give glory to the Father. I love that. And I want to end with a prayer. Father, I thank you for making me wonderfully complex. I know that you made me uniquely myself for a unique purpose. I will not limit myself by comparing myself to others, but I will lean in to the story that you have for me, and I will tell the story boldly. God, I ask you to give me the eyes to see the beauty all around me, even in the midst of the mundane. I ask that as I live colorfully, that I would shine the light of Jesus everywhere I go, and not to give glory to myself, but to lead others to you. To you be all of the blessing and the honor and the praise. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me this week for episode 16, Jen's Guide to Living Colorfully. I hope you enjoyed it. And um, if you'd like to reach out and connect with me, you know that you can always find me on Instagram at jen.zetrauer. And if you enjoyed the podcast today, um, I would so appreciate it if you would consider leaving a review so we can help get the word out to more people about the podcast. Well, thank you so much, and I will see you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.